Hi, this is Dr. Mark Sell from the podcast Therapy for the Heart. This is episode 81. And um, this is about children being messengers. And I had this idea from the eulogy that Obama was giving about Elijah Cummings. He said, Elijah described children. He said, our children are the living messengers to a future we will never see. So our responsibility is to see what messages they are carrying forth. Those messages will be dependent upon how we are with them as, as the children and how they, we are with them gr- growing up. Are we sympathetic, compassionate, kind, understanding, hopeful for their future, supporting them in their life's endeavors as they grow up? Kindness. That's what they said about Elijah. He was kind and also he, he was from solid soil. He cared about people in Baltimore and he cared about the people across America. He wasn't just one, one-sided in terms of his own area. He cared about so many people and that caring came through. And that's kind of caring that we have to have come through with our children when we were taking care of them. And sometimes we have things that inside us that we're not familiar with. They're, they're really not, they're unconscious. So how we were raised could be a mixed bag. We could be raised with kindness, hopefully um, a secure base, as we talked about in these podcasts. And in that secure base, we have a good start. And that secure base is started starts with the early development of children. First three years of life is so important. So we have it's our responsibility to make sure we tend to those children. They're very tender. They can very they can be very um, misled. Uh, but we don't want to mislead them, and especially unconsciously. So we have in, a, in us all many things that we've acquired often from our parents. And so we've learned some lessons from them, some helpful, some not. So Therapy for the Heart is all about knowing yourself. We, we end all the podcasts with that message to get to, to know yourself is the most important thing. But that's hard to do because there are many things inside us that we're uncomfortable about. We don't want to look at. We're afraid. We're afraid of the self-knowledge. We're only human. So of course we're afraid of it, but we have to learn not to be afraid. If we're not comfortable with ourselves, knowing ourselves, that will be um, transferred to our children, that uncomfortability. If we can comfortable about ourselves, we can talk freely about ourselves and not be embarrassed or ashamed of ourselves. And shame is a big resistance to be able to be free. We carry a lot of shame and that shame is inhibiting. So we don't, we don't want to carry that forth either to our child so that they will be ashamed of themselves, ashamed of their own existence. We want them to be confident, assured, not everything is rosy, nor should it be, because children have to struggle. And the very struggles that they have and then they endure makes them stronger. But as long as the struggles are not too hard and also encumbered by our own mistakes that we make with them. We're all human. We make mistakes. That's going to happen. But as long as they're not serious mistakes. So know thyself. I have a psychotherapy training group, and the task of that training group is for the people in the group to say whatever whatever on their mind as freely as they can. These are therapists. Therapists need help too. 
And it's a wonderful experience because they grow to learn that they can be comfortable with things that they, they're embarrassed about, they're frightened of saying. For instance, somebody saying to another member, I'm jealous of you. Who is going to ever say that to another person? You're very vulnerable. It makes But vulnerability, we have to learn, is very important to get used to because if we can't be vulnerable, we're not going to be able to love as fully as we could. Vulnerability is very important to be able to tolerate. And all the other feelings that we have inside ourselves, the hate, the sadism that we might carry, we have a, it's a, it's a bag of a mixed bag in, in, in terms of our own emotions. Our emotions can lead us astray. They can take us down the wrong road if we don't understand them and if we don't understand our motivations to do things. What motivates us? What motivates us if we're talking to somebody and are we really listening to them? Are we really listening to our spouse when we're talking to them? Or are we just trying to make a point and be right? With our children, are we really caring about what their future, future is? Do we want to know what they really want in life? Or are we only going to hear things like, well, I'd like to be a doctor or a lawyer. You know, things that we're comfortable with. We think that it's best for them, but that's not necessarily best for them. Supposing they could be an artist or a painter, a musician, or a mechanic, whatever. Listen to what your children want and then guide them, but don't direct them too much. They have to find their own way. And many times we think that our way is the best way. Well, that may be, but it may not be. It may not confirm or coincide with what their wishes are and what, what their feelings are. So it's very important to listen like we talked about in the podcast, if the child says uh, to you, like, well, they'd like to play in a band. They'd like to play music. And uh, they really are interested in it. And they've been taking some lessons and lessons and learning music to play. They play music in school, maybe, and they really enjoy it. And then they said, well, I'd like to be, be a musician. And all of a sudden they notice that there's a little dullness in your response. And you said, you say, oh, that's interesting, but you don't pursue it. They know that you're not, you're not really approving of this. They can pick that up right away. So they'll change the tone and say, well, maybe I'll be a, a doctor or a lawyer. That's the worst thing to, for them to be if they don't really want to be it. If they decide pursuing things that they want to be a doctor or a lawyer or, or an architect, whatever, that's fine. But listen, you have to listen to what they want and... And as long as they're not hurting themselves, as long as they're not hurting themselves or others, you support them. If you don't, they're going to have a resentment. And how do we support ourselves in the things that we, we want to do? Do we tune into what we want to do in life? Do we address the things that we wish for, that we aspire for? Or do we block those out for the same reasons that maybe they don't, we, we, those things that we like, we're not going to make enough money we're not going to shine in the world. We're not going to be smart. Intellect is only one thing. To be smart is one thing, but to, to be emotionally smart is a whole other, it's something else to be emotionally smart. So you want to be emotionally smart about yourself. And your emotions control so many things. And if, they're, if you're unconsciously feeling one thing, which could be sadism towards somebody, but you're protesting love, you're 
you're saying that you love somebody, but you're slapping them in the face at the same time, and you're not aware of that, you're in trouble. So getting to know ourselves is very important. This brings me to a quote that frames my videos and my podcasts, and I think I've mentioned this the last time, but it's a very important one. It is with the heart that one can see rightly. What is essential is invisible to the eye. That's so important. And sometimes when we're bringing up our children and we emphasize the material things rather than what's in the heart, rather than what one, one feels towards people, how they treat people, rather than what kind of possessions that we can have. Because possessions don't last in terms of, you know, possessions can disappear. They, we can lose them. We can lose our apartments. We can lose whatever possessions we have, but we can't lose ourselves if we're grounded in a, in a good, firm feeling of self-confidence, good feelings about ourselves, and good feelings about, about others in this world. I recall a patient that I had that I was working with, and uh, in terms of being influenced by her parents, he said, I was bullied, and then I became a bully. So this is Dr. Mark Sell for the podcast Therapy for the Heart, and this is episode 81. And thanks for listening, and uh, hope you can catch us next time. And if you have any questions, you can shoot me an email at uh, marksell at gmail.com. And I want to thank David for making this podcast possible. And thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.